0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Redeeming Fake Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Simmons. Today, I have Justin and Shannon with me. How's it going, Justin? Hey, Matt. I'm good. Shannon? Doing well, Matt. Awesome. Before we get started, it's uh, important to note that this podcast was recorded in August, just before Shannon stepped away on his sabbatical for the fall. We wanted a chance to get together with Shannon and talk about Advent as we look forward to the Advent season where we welcome the holiday known as Christmas. And so today we're going to jump right in and we're going to talk about what Advent is and what the church does to recognize it and why it's important to us. So, Advent is the weeks leading up to Christmas. It's a season within the church calendar, which we talked about back on the Lent and Fasting episode when Stanley John joined us here to talk about not only the church calendar, but what Lent and Fasting is and how it plays its role leading up to Easter. Advent is the weeks leading up to Christmas. In that episode, we talked about how seasons are what we as human beings live by uh, celestial patterns or agriculture patterns. But now the church follows a calendar called the liturgical year of the church, and it revolves around the incarnation of Christ. And that starts with Advent, the birth of Jesus. And then it goes on and leads up to Easter through several different series of the calendar, which we may talk about in a different episode. But today, we're just going to focus on Advent. First, Shannon, let me ask, ask the most important question. What are the candles all about
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question Matt you know the Advent um, you know is a that as you've said Advent is that season of the four Sundays prior to Christmas and in the Western Church that typically starts the Sunday after Thanksgiving and runs up through Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day. And those four Sundays uh, have long been characterized by themes of hope, joy, peace, and love. And then Christmas Eve focuses on the birth of Christ as the arrival of the light of the world. And so whenever uh, churches celebrate the Advent season, oftentimes it's done through the utilization of an Advent wreath, so we've done that at Redeemer since our inception. Uh, we've utilized the Advent wreath to remember those different themes of Advent. And so uh, typically the first Sunday of Advent is the, is the, the hope candle that's lit uh, in the services. And we read scriptures that pertain to uh, expectation, longing, hope. The second Sunday, that of joy. And so we read scriptures pertaining to uh, the joy that arrives in Christ and light the joy candle, the third Sunday, the peace candle, the fourth Sunday, the love candle, and, and on and on uh, over the course of those four Sundays. And so uh, the, the the fifth candle there being in the center of the wreath, representing Christ himself, uh, is the, the, the light candle. And so uh, those themes have historically been a part of that Advent season, and they're each represented by one of those candles that we light together on Sunday mornings As we read scripture together consistent with the theme of that candle for that week.
0: Yeah, it's good. And
1: one thing I really like that we do at
0: Redeemer is that we invite a family each week, a different family each week, to participate in that with us by doing the scripture reading and by lighting the candle in the middle of our service or at Mm. a planned time in our service. And I really like that. And, uh, you know, there's some some people that do this at home as well. Mm -hmm. My grandmother would have a, a, a set of candles on her table that we would light in this season sometimes as well. One thing that we do that I think we've picked up from another family, but that Abby introduced to our family is something called the Jesse tree, which is another um, tradition that is a way to guide your family through the season of Advent and lead up to Christmas. So Jesse tree, basically you're reading a story each day in Advent about someone in Jesus lineage, Mm -hmm. the Jesse tree out of the stump of the root of Jesse up to Christmas Day, and so it's a, it's a, it's kind of a different way to, to look at it. You're not reading the Christmas story mm-hmm. every week or every day leading up, but you're actually going way back, reaching way back into the Old Testament, and you're reading strategically through how, through history, Christ was brought about, yeah. fulfilling all these prophecies. So it's a really cool thing. Yeah, and so and we the can,
1: Jesse Tree is one way to do that as a family. We've utilized an Advent calendar in our family over the years where we read stories, but um, basically the the... The, the narrative of Jesus' birth from the early portions of the Gospel of Luke, and it's broken into smaller chunks every day uh, during the season of Advent. And we, is there candy in there? No, there's no candy in there, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, and so, But that just kind of embeds that story and a reminder for not only the kids, but also for us adults of what that season is about, what we're celebrating uh, as we move toward Christmas. Yeah, so that brings up a good point. What other
0: traditions do you guys do as a family? So we've talked about kind of the church and the candles. You guys do anything else fun besides that that Advent calendar?
1: Yeah, we utilize the Advent calendar and then, um, you know, obviously each year um, attend a Christmas Eve service or facilitate a Christmas Eve service um, as a part of that time together as a family. What about growing up? What did you, What did Christmas look like growing up? You know, growing up in a family that was unchurched, um, you know, uh, Christmas was just a, a time to exchange gifts. Um, there wasn't any significance embedded in it outside of that. Yeah. And so, with our kids, we we tried from the from their earliest years to try to embed the significance of we of we're giving gifts because to one another out of love because God has given us the greatest gift out of His own love for us. And so, just try to remind them of that each year. And as they got older and could read, then they would participate in the reading of the stories. Um, and then sometimes, on uh, particularly when they were younger, on Christmas Eve, and even now, we would or Christmas Day, if we when we exchange gifts, we read the full birth narrative and just remind one another that this is why we're doing what we're doing. This is why we're celebrating what we're celebrating. We're giving to one another because God has given to us. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for me growing up, uh, we did
0: all of the above. Well, we didn't do the Jesse tree growing up. I didn't know about that until Abby brought it into our family just in the last few years. But yeah, we had, we, each kid had their own little advent calendar that you'd flip open and their little picture you could see. And then as we got older, those became chocolates that you'd open the door to get to. So, and those rarely made it all the way to Christmas, all Mm. the chocolates, (laughs) but, um, yeah, same, same. So, participated fully in church christmas eve service christmas day service if there was one uh we'd always drive around and look at christmas lights at certain you know the week before christmas and then Mm -hmm. on christmas eve after the service then we go home and we'd eat pasole that was the traditional simmons christmas eve meal i'm not sure where it came from just a northern new mexico dish um and then we get to open one gift on christmas eve and then on christmas day open the rest and then whatever else the plans were but uh something that we do also now with our kids is because of those gifts are sitting under the tree and you're looking at them for so long as a kid, you just really want them to open them up. Mm -hmm. Well, to leverage that the meaning of the word advent comes from the Latin word meaning coming or arrival. Mm -hmm. And so it's a way to practice waiting because, you know, as believers, we know that we're, we're in the already Mm -hmm. Jesus has already come. He has already fulfilled the law. He has been incarnated at Christmas. That's what we're celebrating, but we're not yet. To his final return, where he comes mm-hmm. to take us to glory. And so, in waiting for the day that we can open these presents and celebrate, mm. we're kind of we're participating in that. We're practicing the act of waiting for the coming. And then we're celebrating on Christmas yeah. morning. We're celebrating that first coming.
1: Yeah, no, um, that's good, man. That's good. Um, you know, I'm glad you bring that up, that, that whole concept of Advent just meaning arrival. Um, You know, as we think through Advent, we think historically, um, the hymns that we sing, the songs that we sing at that season of the year. Christmas carols. Yeah. um, uh, They oftentimes are looking back at the first arrival of Jesus, Mm. um, looking back at his birth as an infant in a manger and him as a suffering servant who would serve uh, his people. Um, But... Historically in the life of the church, Advent has also not only been a looking back, but it's also been a looking forward, um, not only to the first arrival of Jesus, but to his second arrival, because he will arrive again on the earth. Um, And this time he's not coming as a baby born in a manger who would suffer and die, but he's returning as a king who would rule and reign. And so... Uh, you might say it this way, that the season of Advent has long in the history of the church been a time in which the church looked back at Jesus' incarnation and then looked forward to His coronation as King in His second coming. And so um, for Advent, I think to have its full impact in our lives, we got to do both, look back and look forward. Um, remember His first coming, look forward to His second.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's good. So there are all kinds of traditions. Uh from the candles to the, the presents to the Jesse tree that you can leverage in this season uh, with your kids or just with your spouse if you're an empty nester or don't have any kids uh, to participate in this first season of the church calendar. Uh, you know, one of the things I love about the Jesse tree is that you actually have a tree and you're actually decorating it so each day the, the way it goes is you read the story or the verse out of Scripture um, about someone on Jesus' family tree, and then you hang the ornament, and it's got... Mm-hmm. You can print it out or make these yourself or you can buy them, whatever, that symbolizes the story on your Jesse tree. And so for the whole month or the four weeks leading up to Christmas, you're decorating your tree, seeing how God prepared for Jesus to be born through many generations um, as it starts in Isaiah 11. But uh, so that's great for us to see what you're just talking about, looking back, but also these other traditions like waiting to open the presents Mm -hmm. help us to remember that we're still looking forward to the greater return, not Mm -hmm. the baby, but the Jesus on a horse with the tattoo on his thigh.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's yeah. coming, and so we we can really leverage this season to fully participate and put more of our senses, focus more of our senses into uh, this practice, and not just not just say it, but help us to believe it. Yeah,
1: you know, every Advent I always think of this story um, that I remember when my daughter Sarah, who's now twelve, when she was two um you know they're they're learning and developing so quickly at those ages she was learning new words every single day um and uh she was we were trying to teach her how to pray just very simple prayers at the age of 2 so every night before she would go to bed um, i would lay there next to her and we would thank god for our family for the roof that was over our head for the food that was in our belly and thank him most of all for jesus and i remember on one occasion um, at, when she was two, she, following that time of prayer, she began to ask, you know, Daddy, where is Jesus? Mm. Uh, we're thankful for him, but where is he? And I responded, in heaven. And then the next week she said, Daddy, I want to see Jesus after we <laughs> prayed. And to which I responded, I said, I do, I do too, baby. Um, and one day we will. I said, one day Jesus will return to the earth as a king riding on a white horse to make everything bad become good, everything sad to become happy everything wrong to become right, and everything sick to become well. After I finish saying that, she looks at me with all the theological astuteness of a two-year-old little girl, <laughs> and she says, I want Jesus to take me on a hayride behind his horse. <laughs> behind his horse. <laughs> and so, it just reminded me you know, that she had, as, as she conceived of the return of Christ as, as a two-year-old little girl in a hayride, behind Jesus, or she was looking forward to something, and we're looking forward to something as well, Um, and I I think sometimes when we get caught in the trap of only looking back, we end up, Hmm. we, we can live with gratitude, but we don't live with hope, right? Because our hope, though it's rooted in the resurrection of Christ, it will not be fully realized until His return, and so it's anchored there in the fact that he rose from the grave. But it will—we're anticipating something to come in the future, and that day in which death itself will die. And so, as you as you move through the Advent season this 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 December, I uh, just want to encourage you maybe spend some time reading uh, some of the passages in the the New Testament that speak of the return of Christ to awaken that longing, that yearning for Him to to come. Spend time praying for His return. Uh, We see that patterned in the book of Revelation at the very end. And Apostle John says, come quickly, Lord Jesus. And then spend time talking with friends or family about why you long for Jesus' second coming. As you vocalize those promises and imagine their fulfillment, it will just... Naturally, increase the amount of looking forward you're doing as you anticipate his coming. You know, Old Testament Israel waited for the first coming of the Messiah, and though many missed it, uh, the Lord has been gracious to reveal to many subsequent to that that this indeed was the Messiah. But for those who have believed on him, we're now looking forward to his second arrival, his second advent when he comes to make all things new. Yeah, that's good.
0: So if you're listening, to this podcast and you want to start putting together some traditions for your family to participate in during the Advent season leading up to Christmas, there's going to be some links uh, that will help you, both the Jesse tree, the Advent candles, but also a link to some resources about the church calendar because this is the beginning of a season that leads all the way through to Easter. And so if you're interested in that, if you want to participate uh, more fully as you look from Christmas, Christ's coming in incarnation, all the way to his death and resurrection at Easter... Uh, we'll have some links to resources for you to look into that. We look forward to celebrating Advent and Christmas, Christ coming with you this year at Redeemer Church. Thanks for listening today. We'll catch you next time on the Redeeming Faith Podcast. (laughs)